As yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Good morning, everybody. It's our Oscars show, so just for a change, we'll be talking movies. (laughs) I'll be lost. Who has won the Golden Razzies this year? I will be tracking down, I think, the bloke who runs that video shop you used to work at. My homeboy, Pete. Yes, chatting to him. Uh, Great movie characters. Oh, oh, yeah. And can you impersonate them? Yeah. That's always good. I've got two words for you, Tony. Uncle Monty. Oh, there goes all our listeners. Michael Ward, (laughs) film critic and comedy writer. He's dropping by to talk Mm -hmm. movies that Mm -hmm. nobody likes except you. Everyone's got one of those. I know about. Uh, We'll be finding out where Ray Fiennes is sitting at the Oscars this year. Uh And, of course, there'll be all the usual gas from the red carpet. Who are you wearing? Uh, It'll all be coming up on Get This Around the Nation. And uh, here's a movie trivia question for you. Which classic Aussie film Mm -hmm. is this Mm -hmm. the final line from? By all means, off with his head. And don't forget the scrotum. Uh, We'll have the answer at the end of this song. All right, that's enough laughing out of you. Yeah. Underworld mm. with Underneath the Radar mm. around the nation on Triple M. Let's get this. Welcome aboard myself, Tony Martin. Ed Cavalier's here, Hola. of course. And Richard Marsland. And don't forget the scrotum. Of yes, course. Rich. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who called uh, in. Andrew and Lino, thank yeah. you for being on uh, on the ball. Yes, it was Mad Dog Morgan. Mad Dog Morgan. Uh, I think it was 1976, Aussie movie, which ends with Frank Thring saying... And don't forget the scrotum. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if every movie <laughs> had to end with Stand, that line? Standing ovation in the theatre? <laughs> We'd enter Bambi. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Cars, it'd be it's different. the new rule. All right, I'm into it. It is our Oscars show. Uh, the Oscars themselves fairly boring, uh, really. I mean, Yeah, it's just sort of people in... Nice clothes accepting yeah. awards for, you know, work. Is there much more to be said about those nominees? No. Uh, okay. We need to talk to an expert. Somebody who's down there on the this ground. This is what we're saying. Working movies the all day. The trenches. Long. In the movie trenches. What's the name of that video shop you uh, used to I work I used at? to work at Blockbuster Video in Rose Bay, both Old and New South Head Road. Oh, okay. This is in uh, New South Wales. And yeah, in Sydney. I'm in Brisbane as well. I think that you do a bit of video. Oh, yeah. Work. A little bit of work in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Well, we're dialing the... Uh, yep. The shop in Sydney, mm-hmm. Bondi. Anything coming up, Mr. Marson? Here we go. I know you're there, Pete. You know, I know you're just smoking out the phone. <laughs> Blockbuster News, I said Barry. Barry? Yes. Hey, hello, it's Ed here. Do you remember I used to work there 100 years ago? The guy who uh, is now a film star or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wanted to talk to uh, Pete, actually, about the Oscars today. Is he available? Okay, hang on a sec. Thanks, Barry. Just just as well you were able to get away from the film set to do this uh, phone call, Ed. <laughs> they think I'm in Poseidon too. No, sorry, mate, we haven't got any jobs. Oh, come oh. on. I'm good with Video Minder. No, it's all moved on from there. Pete, nice to talk to you. How are you, mate? I'm really good. Hey, can I introduce a couple of friends? Yeah. We've got Tony Martin here. Hello. Hello, uh, Tony. Director of Bad Eggs, I'm sure you've seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which, what section's that in at the moment? Um, it's in the back section. Yeah, yeah. not out the front yet, uh, on a sort of bench. No, we actually prefer the director's commentary to the actual film, to be quite honest. Yeah, so do I. And Richard Marsland is here as well. He's our panel of. Hi, Pete. Nice to meet you. Richard. Uh, Mate, can we talk Oscars for a minute? Oscars? Yeah. Are people coming in and demanding uh, Oscar winners, you know, round about Oscar season, or is it still just uh, have the Electric Blue titles been moved on to DVD yet? No, no, but there's a few interesting things happening this year. I hear that... um, Martin Scorsese is going to win for a film that he hates. Oh, did he not like it? What's he done now? He's come out and said he hates The Departed. Hates the film, can't watch it. Hates it so much he's making a prequel and a sequel. (laughs) 
pretty interesting concept, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, uh, what have you got on, Pete? Because normally when we'd start well, work... clothes-wise. No, well... Ed, you shouldn't talk to me like this while I'm at work. <laughs> Who are you wearing? You know how we used to be Beach Boys was the order of the day early on? Ha! Uh-huh. Have you got any new Beach Boys DVDs? There's always a new Beach Boys DVDs. They <laughs> well, cannot what? bury Brian Wilson, OK? OK, what movies have the Beach Boys done? I'm sorry. Well, there was always a fantastic... Um, what was it called now? The Beach Boys story, which was acted yeah. by other people, which had yeah. the immortal line as they're walking along the road, hey, look at her. I bet she has fun till the daddy takes the T-bird away. <laughs> that was one of the great lines I've ever heard in any film. And is that, uh, you know, shifting down there at Blockbuster? Uh, not anymore. Hey, uh, Pete, are they still stealing Scarface at a rate of knots? Uh, no, these days it's um, Cheech and Chong movies, still high on the rating. Really up in smoke, I can understand, but the others, please. Who's stealing things are tough all over or Corsican Brothers? Uh, no, 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 it's the drug ones, mate. Oh, right. It's the drug ones. <laughs> it's the ones their mums won't let them have. Hey, so are you still writing those pink post-it notes with recommendations on the front, Pete? DVDs, unfortunately, are too small for pink post-it notes. Ah. It's all changed. If somebody's renting something that you don't approve of, do you speak up or do you just let it go? Let it go, mate. Everybody loves what they love. Yeah, there, there must have been some instance where you felt that you had to say something. Well, Sandra Bullock films. Steven Seagal, do you let Half Past Dead leave the shop without comment? Steven Seagal films go to people that deserve Steven Seagal. <laughs> hey, Peter, they know you... what they're getting. They hate them. They bring them back. Six months later, another one comes out. They take out another one. They know what they're getting. A bloke standing in weird kind of light so you can't quite see what's happening above his eyebrows. Actually, I strongly recommend you have a look at the cover of the new Steven Seagal film because it looks like he just came out of um, Tomb Raider uh, simulated. It looks like he's been airbrushed to death. How many copies you get into that one? Oh, we got. We always have a regular seven. There's always seven people seven a day who will Seagal. take out a Steven Seagal film. Pete, yes. you were the one who first put me on to Withnall and I. Mm-hmm. Is that moving at all? Is that picked up in popularity um, again? It's it's rent out to that tiny 2% of customers who will always go for something with quality in it and alcohol. Yes. We're, <laughs> see, we champion titles like that, and, uh, you know, people would prefer, I think, that we just pointed them towards uh, what kind of title? On Deadly Ground. Or, or Failure to Launch, there indeed. Failure to Laugh. Short Bus Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Short, short Bus. Now, there was a film. <laughs> what kind of comments do you get from that? Um, it's mostly embarrassed red faces, to be quite honest, when they bring them back. Now, Pete, for our listeners, uh, is there anything, uh, you know, from Ed's past that you'd like to get out on the public record? <laughs> Ed wouldn't like that. Ah, no. you're a man after my own heart. You can't provide just any snippet of colour, any glimpse of the behaviour of behind Well, I got the, the cheque in the post last week, so there it would it be very rude of me to actually go <laughs> over the top of that. What are you going for, Pete? Best picture, what's going to get it? Best picture? Well, you know what's going to get Departed. it. Departed. Of course it is. So mm-hmm. unless, um, unless the Americans go gung-ho and go dream girls, which is what they do with Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes in times of crisis they like to have a nice musical. Yeah, this is true. I'd love to see it win. I mean, it's not nominated, but I'd love to think that it could somehow come <laughs> from behind. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for talking to us, Pete. Be good. Nice talking to you, Pete. Thanks, anyway, mate. Happy thanks, Oscars mate. Day. Thank Okay. Well, that was... Uh, Welcome to my life, man. That was eight years. Not as illuminating as I thought it would be. Mm. We've got news of Ed Cavalier's film career next. I'll get this. <laughs> Just making it Oi. up now. Thank yeah. you very much, Eskimo Joe. Around Hello. the nation on Triple M, it's get this. Oh, well, is it, though? How it's, do you mean? Well, you, you know, we need to do things that are more, uh, like, everybody friendly. Okay. We need to make the show more popular. So now, you're all listening to The Looney Bin. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Dickie. Hey, got a million of them. The phones have lit up. (laughs) Thanks very much, too. Where's the weirdest place you've had? Woo, woo, woo.
<laughs> Barry, and I think uh, it was Barry who answered initially, and then Pete uh, yes. down there at uh, Blockbuster. Hello, guys. Your former employees. Fine. It's the best video store you're likely to go to. Care I didn't know and you, selection. You used to work for Dicko, but uh, <laughs> he wasn't giving much away. <laughs> How's that? There's no stories. I'm going, surely seven years to be some... There, there was. I, I was running through them in my head, and he uh, he, uh, he abstained, which Circle was great. The wagons, Good so. man. Uh, we mentioned Ed's film career. Mm. Hey. Why why you got to do that? Why put up the, uh, what are they, parentheses? <laughs> With the fingers. The ear quote marks. Yeah, why? <laughs> well, I got a film career. Okay, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about Squid, are yeah, you not? Yeah, uh, the one me and my homeboy are in. Okay, now this was meant to be in Tropfest, right? Yeah. And God, because geez, it, it got close. Because it didn't have a twist ending in the last 10 seconds of the film, it wasn't eligible <laughs> for Trop Fest. So now it's in this, what is it, the best of the rest. Oh, yeah, the rest. Oh, okay, so yeah. these are films that didn't get into the top 1,000? No. Uh, hey. Top, 100. Uh, let's go top eight. Like, we were like, oh, okay. we were one step away from being shown on the big screen. All right. and I, I think see. they were afraid. You know what I mean? I think they were afraid of, of Josh and Lawson and myself. Our presence on screen yeah. incited something. You know what how I mean? are the uh, octopus effects? You know, are they up to sort of Ed Wood standards? <laughs> yes. or? You know what it was? I was in a tank, right? I had to jump into a, a diving tank yeah. and look at the camera like, oh, what's going on underwater? Right. And then the director, who was also in there, just yanked me by the legs towards the camera. <laughs> wow. Now, this film is called Squid. It yep. goes six minutes and 59 seconds. Yep. It's part of the Best of the Rest yep. Program 1. Yep. There's yep. two of them yep. uh, screening around the nation at uh, part of, well, Popcorn Taxi. Mm-hmm. So it's on tonight mm-hmm. in Sydney at the Greater Union Bondi Junction, 7 p.m. Hey, Greater Union, Rich. Yeah, Looks like good. this little, uh, little cat's on his way. It's tomorrow time. night at uh, Acme in Federation Square in Melbourne. Good, good. 7 p.m. Program good. 1. Right. Seven minutes of gold. Oh, yeah. And how's the, uh, what's the screenshots? Of it? But don't go by the screenshots. Oh, yeah, because now, I should point out, you're not going along just to see Ed and Josh's film. No, no, There's no. A, a program of, of That you films. have to sit through before us. <laughs> okay, it's a whole lot of short films. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's the photo you yeah. selected it, to the, represent the no, movie. No, okay, look, this is you're what, being taken from behind. No, like Josh Lawson. <laughs> no, I'm being. See, I'm being hauled back into a boat. Roughly. All right. <laughs> Gets lonely on the Brisbane River. That could not be more short bus if it tried. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> thankfully, yeah. hello, uh, hello to uh, Pablo Christi. Mm. Who says that? Hello, hi, get this crew, the Looney. Hi, Looney Bin crew. Uh, it's taken a good oh, six God. months of you talking. Hi, hi, Looney Bin crew. Hello. It's taken a good six months of you guys talking about. But I finally watched Short Bus. Oh, yeah. It was a brilliant, quirky movie that everyone must see oh, yeah. if you've got the stomach. First scene hits you in the face. Quite literally. <laughs> it does. <laughs> now, I was in my video shop Saturday night. Yeah. Four copies of Short Bus. Yeah. All with a little bit of cardboard down that's not out. It's not air. It's not Oh, available. sorry, I'm out. Yeah, don't ask. Don't ask for me. I'm busy. <laughs> and I was thinking, how many people, as a result of us mentioning it, A, yep. and then B, how many angry people calling this show this morning? Yeah, that's true. Anyone so far? Because it's not for everybody. No. Yeah. Certainly not for the younger folk. No, definitely not for the younger folk. No. Unless you're curious. No. Okay. Which you wouldn't be. <laughs> uh, here's a question from Dave. Who hey Dave. says, uh, dear Ed, yep. my local mom and pop video shop mm. is selling all their old videos, uh-huh. VHS titles, for two bucks. Any suggestions? Yes. What should they pick up? Drunken Master 1 and 2. Oh, oh Drunken Master 2. Yes. Was zhuzhed up. 
because it has a few crane shots and stuff. It has a really bizarre ending. Which is? I can't remember. Doesn't somebody get blinded? Yes, It's an unhappy ending to a comedy. And you know what they got rid of? They got rid of the ending. Yes. And then they re-added, they juiced up the sound effects. So this is Jackie Chan at his very best. At his best. Not his jumping on buses. No, no, no. Wisecracking with Chris, whatever his name is. like the undiluted Jackie Chan Hong Kong style. Definitely. Anything Cheech and Chong? Grab, get a hold of that. It's really just up in smoke, isn't it? Please, we can't recommend Get out of my room. Oh. Do you know what I saw uh, for video on video Please. for what, sale you, what, Blockbuster? What you saw yeah. while... Slapstick what? of another kind. Oh, no. Jerry Lewis. Tony What's know. that? That's, Tony's. I think, a very poor adaptation of a Kurt Vonnegut book <laughs> called Slapstick. Oh, really? yeah. And then someone's gone, oh, Close Encounters came out. We better add a, another kind to the <laughs> end of the title. Uh, and it's got Jerry Lewis sort of half serious, half nutty. Yeah, don't buy that on for the $2. Not worth $2. Lewis on the half nut. <laughs> 80s sci-fi gear. That's yeah, what I yeah. find. What do you, you reckon? Pick up. They Live with Rowdy Roddy Amazing. Piper. An amazing film. Uh, the Hidden with Kyle McLaughlin. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's a good uh, yeah, big yeah. title. Dark yeah. Star? Dark Star. What's that? I've never seen that. John Carpenter's Dark Star with, I think, the, the villain is a beach ball with hands. <laughs> That's right. It's a <laughs> very <laughs> low film. budget. 76, I think. That and then that. ripped off for Castaway. Yeah. I mean, is he suing for that? Jeez. <laughs> and then the other good one. One Crazy Summer. Yeah, that's good. Demi yeah. Moore and John Cusack. Uh, what about... Antics on the Beach. Near Dark. That's a beauty from dark. the 80s. Surely yeah, that was shifting yeah, in your yeah, day. That, that went a treat. Yeah, so it's it's good for the 80s gear that's probably not going to be moved onto DVD yeah, if you're going past the video exactly shop. Right. Can I hear crickets outside? Yeah. <laughs> Can I hear we were going to be more mainstream movie style today? We haven't got any showbiz on the show. No. Let's have some gratuitous showbiz. We haven't had the Philip Ruddock dancers in here oh, for a the, while. Oh, the Ruds. This is, uh, in case people don't know, if you arrive at a detention centre in yep. Australia, it's not all gloom and doom. Not at all. They send out the Philip Ruddock dancers. Life's not the French Riviera. Detainees. It isn't. Think about that before you came here. Oh, it's so good. It's a beard warmer. Oh, I'm, I'm smiling through my hunger strike. Let's talk to the ever libelous Lockie Hume oh, live from Hollywood. The uh, well, the dark side of the red carpet. I I, you know what? He has. He's not on the line yet. He doesn't yeah. know. I cannot wait to hear where he says he is. <laughs> oh, guys, live. I'm sitting here with Gina Davis and. Uh, Every the original cast of Dallas. Yeah, they're talking me ear off, trying to get me to be in their new movie. I can't Not going to do it. Out of Gina Davis would be my guess that he's pinched from Blockbuster. That'll be next. I'll get this. That's you too. Here, get this around the nation on Triple M. Uh, people are calling up the Drunken Master series. Is a real series of films. It is with Jackie Chan. Return of the Drunken Master, mm-hmm. I think, is the one you want, which yes. is the rejuged version of the second one. The idea is. No one can beat him in a fight because he's drunk. I mean, that's essentially the idea. pretty much. It's the Glenn Milne theory of (laughs) self-defense. It's pretty impressive to see on the big screen. Do we have our man in Hollywood on the line? Are you there, Lockie Hume? Uh, I'm right here, Tone, and I I, I thought your your cue to introduce me would be drunk. (laughs) Oh, okay. Is it that early? (laughs) What whereabouts are you? Well, mate, I'm standing on the roof of my apartment building in Santa Monica. Right. Because it's the only place I can get decent reception. <laughs> okay. So, and what can uh, you see? We don't have, land- have a landline in the apartment, so I, ha- I had to actually go out and buy 100 bucks worth of phone credit today so I could do this. Oh, well done. Why no landline? <laughs> Things not going very well? 
No, it's not just. It's not that. You've got to have a social security number to get a landline. Oh, do you? Quite frankly, I've been I've been dodging tax men for all my life. I'm going to start making friends with them now. All right, so you're in the country illegally. Fair enough. What can you see from up there? Any Oscar excitement? Well, um, no, there's no Oscar. Well, I was watching the the red carpet arrivals until I had to come up and speak to you, Jokers. So, but uh, it. Uh, it's all happening here in LA, Tone. What can I tell you, mate? It's, it's Hollywood's night of night. Uh-huh. Has anyone, you know, what was on the red carpet? Did anyone make a fool of themselves yet at any no, stage? No, I didn't. I actually turned it on just at the moment Jada Pinkett Smith was being interviewed. And I, of course, did all my Matrix work uh, in the Matrix films with Jada. So it was nice to see her. She was there with Will, her husband, and their little boy, Jaden, who, of course, starred in Pursuit of Happiness with them. So it was it's good, man. Now, listen, I've got to tell you a quick couple of things, Tone, before we go anywhere. Yes, before I Before we just... get into our, our Oscars preview. Yeah. First of all, you'll be very happy to know that Are You Being Served is playing on Los Angeles television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about time. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay, I just wanted you to know that. This is the original Are You Being Served. Served. The original Are You Being Served, not Are You Being Served Down Under, which they didn't even call what the idiots. But anyway, it's on, that's on PBS Channel 50 yeah. for anyone who's listening. Yeah, we're now, trying to go a bit more mainstream on this program, Lockie. Because, <laughs> oh, boy, you've got two hours now. We can't talk about British comedy. <laughs> <laughs> is that how it works? Okay, what else okay, you got? Okay, second thing is, I've got uh, something I've got to talk to Cavalier about. Oh, now, yes. listen, Ed. Yeah, mate. mate, you were here, apparently you were here a month ago, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, now, you were lining up at LAX to get on the flight back to Melbourne, and Megan from Qantas came up to you... Right. And sorry, is this going to be a, is this going to be a Ray Fine style incident? Is that what you're talking <laughs> no, about? No, it's not. Believe me, Cavalier wishes it would be. <laughs> Megan came up to Cavalier, yeah. right, at LAX, yeah. and he and this woman, Megan, is she's an absolute gem of a person, and she is the biggest get this fan on the yeah. planet. Right. I can guarantee she lives here in LA, and she will be listening to the show right now. Hello, yeah. Megan. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. Thank you. Hello, Megan and Cavalier. That's all you had to do. Oh, th- oh did he? Boots, mate. He didn't snub her. He snubbed her. <laughs> oh, is that so right? He was going to give her a cheerio, I and he did. didn't. I did too. And, she, and I, she rang me on Friday night I because did. my girlfriend Victoria had to go back to Sydney, and Megan and I were yes. making sure Vic got on the plane all right and whatnot. And she mentioned that Cavalier snubbed her. Oh, is so, that right? So she, you're quite happy to make her pregnant, but you wouldn't even give her. A <laughs> Cheerio on the radio. Oh, right. Give her a cheerio. You give her a good old race time for a cheerio. You know hey, what? Lockie, you ha- right. you've, you've not really dropped any names so far. Come on, buddy. Come on. Okay, okay, now, now listen, I've got, I've got a hilarious story I've got to tell you guys. Now, listen, I can't reveal my sources, all right? Okay. I sort of can. You can join the dots, right? And if you corner me, you know, I'll just confess because I like a lawsuit. <laughs> but uh, I've got a good mate of mine over here I did a movie with mm-hmm. who's now doing a movie for another guy over here who's well-known for directing films starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay, now, I, we got the lowdown on how Schwarzenegger would deliver his dialogue. Now, <laughs> right. Tone, because you're quite famous for yeah. your Schwarzenegger impression, well, quite yes. famous, quite famous. Yeah, in the 90s, um, certainly. <laughs> I, I want you to say, I want you to write this down, Tone, I want yep. you to, and we're going to get you to do your Schwarzenegger oh, impression. Okay. I want you to write this down. It. It. Is. Is. Not. Not. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Tumor. Tumor. <laughs> You're listening to Triple M, by the way. <laughs> it right. is not a tumor. 
Okay, now, that's how Arnold would say it, because it would read that in the script. It is not a Duma. Right. So what this director, not that he directed this particular film, we're obviously taking a line from Kindergarten Cop, which yeah, is directed yeah. by Arvin Reitman, yes. who was a junior. As we know. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> so this particular director on Arnie's Famous Lines would take it is, yep. okay, and change it to, obviously, it's. Yep. Okay, you're writing this down, Yeah, it's. Okay, and Tuma or Tuma is just that, Tuma. Yeah. But not a would have to be rewritten on the set to, instead of N O T space A, yeah. not a, yep. would have to be changed to N O double D A. Is that right? <laughs> okay. So it becomes. And that was the only way they could get Arnie to speak like he was a human being instead of a cyborg. It's so not a Tuma. If you now change it to that, it's not a Tuma. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. Good job, Lucky. Yeah, so that was a bit real hardcore bit of insider gossip. And listen, I'll just blow my sources. Sam Worthington told me that. Uh, okay, now does this mean this? Would they still be doing this for political rallies? I, well, that's a funny. That's interesting. You should ask that because I asked Worthington that when he told me the story, and I, and you know, we're of the conclusion that yes. Of course, why not? It's you not a tax a, rise. <laughs> it's not a detention centre. <laughs> We're going to win. Um, so, so, anyway, yeah, there's a little bit of... That's a real hardcore insider yeah, man. That is the, from James Cameron's mouth to you. That's, uh, Lockie Hume, that is the best bit of 90s goss that we could ever hope for. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Lockie, I've got an Oscar pick for you. Now, listen, who do you think is yep. going to... Do you, do you think that the Adam Sandler film Click is an absolute shoo-in for the best makeup Academy Award it's up for today? Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Ed, and I really have no idea what you're talking about, and as usual, I'll just ignore you and get back to talking with Tony. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Look, we're, it's, we're looking for big-name you know, Oscar bombshells. We've got very little so far. We spoke to the bloke who runs Ed's old video shop. Surely you're going in for some kind of audition. Is there something you can sizzle up for us, Lockie? Well, it's been a very schizophrenic time over here, to be honest with you, Tone. It's, uh, the networks really have got no idea what they're doing, man. I've read about 65 scripts in the last three weeks since I've been back here. Uh, there's only two scripts that I've actually even liked. One of them's not going to happen because the writer's a mental case, and the other one's probably going to get stuffed up by the network. So it's pretty much dead in the water over so here. So it's mate. pretty it's much like here. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like I feel like I might as well be back in Melbourne. Put it that way. All right. Well, it's you good know? to hear the networks are no, no, stuffing no, things up. Before the Oscar broadcast begins, because, mate, I'm going to have to get off the phone in a second. Cause sure. The are about to start. And we're into the next hour of our show already. Mm. Can I get you Can I get you some Oscar picks from you, Tone? Uh, I'm taking so little interest in the Oscars. I mean, I just... It's, oh, rubbish. It's just going to be the same old fun. gear. It's going to be Martin Scorsese, isn't it, for Best Director? Okay, so you're picking Scorsese for Best Director. But, okay, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Do you think he deserves Best Director? Well, no, I don't think so for The Departed. But it's one yeah, of those... Neither do I, and he should have won either for Raging Bull or for Goodfellas. You know, we're talking about right? a system that's never given a Best Director Oscar to Martin Scorsese, to Alfred Hitchcock, mm. to Stanley Kubrick, right. to Orson right. Welles, but has given right. one to Kevin Costner. And to Tony Martin, for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, hey, I'll go you one better, mate. Who did, who did Costner win? 
What did he? What did Costa win for, and who did he beat out? Well, he beat uh, Scorsese for Goodfellas. He scored for Goodfellas, and who is the other first-time director who was an actor who Robert, was blonde hair? Yes, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. Scorsese for Ordinary People when Scorsese was nominated for Raging Bull. Look, if so Gary now, Busey was to direct a film, I'm sure he'd beat Martin <laughs> Scorsese at the Oscars. It would just happened somehow. Uh, we're going to have to sign off here, Lockie. Okay, then I just want to say a big cheerio to all your team, mate. Obviously, Cavalier, I don't really like you that much, but good to hear from you, yeah. boys. Nice to so see you're out with your friends it. today, Hume, standing by yourself on the roof of your building watching the Oscars. Garb it down. tells you how much I love you guys. Oh, that's <laughs> the... All right, well, thanks um, for talking to, to us. Hamilton, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, he's got a speech. To Matty Dower, to Bianca on the phones, and, of course, to Marsh Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Marsh Lando, we need you... Oh, oh, right. oh, he's dropped his phone off the roof of his building. Oh, he's run out of credit. He'll <laughs> be busking. Was, hey, the we... music was starting up. <laughs> yes, we do need to bring the music in when we have him on. Thank you very much, Lockie Hume, and we'll be back with more glamour in a moment. Get this. Is this moron number one? Put moron number two on the phone. Brought to you by Bob, the bus driver from Blacktown. Let's get this around the nation, and uh, yes, let's get straight into it. We've got a lot to get through on our Oscars show. A lot of songs to get through now, <laughs> thanks, thanks to Hume. <laughs> he has no off switch. <laughs> uh, we'll be back to talk great movie characters. Join in next on Get This. That's never let you go. It's in excess here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Well, I say Get This, he uh-uh. wants it to be retitled. The Looney Ben. <laughs> oh, Dickie, keep him coming, you crazy kook. <laughs> Is that a wig or is that your real hair? Is this making us more popular? I think so. More annoying. Let's get up Talkback Mountain. Yeah. This will bring him back. That's right. Everybody, Talkback, eh? Feel free to put on a dodgy accent. Mountain. It's movie Oscar day. That's what it is. Let's stop talking about actors. Mm. Let's start talking about characters. Their vehicles. This is what we want to see when we go to a movie, not what's Brad Pitt wearing. No, no, no. We want to hear what uh, people are doing. What great What have they created? What's a great character? People think about it. A great movie character that you like. I tell you one I can't get enough of. We've talked about him many times before. I don't even know his name. It's the New Zealand character that Steve Gutenberg plays. In the straight-to-video classic, Don't Tell Her It's Me. When he's a rootless wanderer, twisting through this savage world in search of... In search of what? Of a way to fill the yearning void within himself. That's a great character from a movie. <laughs> he's sporting a switch and a leather jacket, if you're looking for it. Fred Willard in Spinal Tap as Lieutenant Hook oh, Strong, yes. Army Base Commander. Right. Unbelievable. I'm joking, of course, <laughs> was his catchphrase. Uh, Uncle Monty. Uncle Monty from With Nail and I. Richie now, Griffiths from uh, Pie in the Sky. The Fat Chef, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Dr. Meinheimer in yes. Naked Gun 2. Yeah, he's and in- Dr. Meinheimer's Evil Twin. Now, here we go. He's also the dad in Harry Potter. Yeah, he's he Harry is. Potter's adopted kind of uncle that doesn't like Harry. And people in Sydney might have seen him on stage last year yes. in the History Boys. In the History Big Boys. fat bloke with a moustache. Now, he's uh, now this is Withnell and I. Yeah. Story of two actors, uh, out-of-work actors. Yeah. Uh, and they go to, and he's there. He's one of their uncles. And yeah. they go off to his house. Yeah. And this is what he greets them with. I happen to think the cauliflower more beautiful than the rose. Chin chin. Do you grow geraniums? Oh, you little traitors. I think the carrot infinitely more fascinating than the geranium. Mm. The carrot has mystery. Flowers are essentially tarts. 
prostitutes for the bees. <laughs> Yeah, it's all gold coming oh. out of Monty's mouth. <laughs> okay, that's a great movie character. Oh, but yeah. I know you people don't want to watch With Nil and I because every time I recommend any film ever, even yeah. when I worked in the video store, yeah. people would look at me and go, why? Why should I watch that? Why should I put down Failure to Laugh and pick up your bizarre film that's down the back behind Joe's apartment that no one wants to watch? And I would always have to come up with mainstream reasons to watch bizarre films. Oh, okay. So, yeah. my one for With Nil and I is, remember in uh, there is a character, a drug dealer, Played by, who is it? By yeah. Ralph Brown. Ralph Brown. These names are not making any sense. Unless you've seen Wayne's World, where he essentially plays the same character. Wayne's World 2. Wayne's World 2, sorry. This is the guy I'm talking about. So there's me and Keith Moon and David Crosby breaking into this little sweet shop, right? Well, instead of a guard dog, they've got this bloody great big Bengal tiger. <laughs> well, I managed to take out the tiger with a can of mace. But the shop owner and his son, that's a different story altogether. I had to beat them to death with their own shoes. <laughs> now that's him in Wayne's World 2. Two, as the roadie who is in charge of Wayne stock. Yeah, now everyone remembers him. Yes. But if you want to see him doing that character, but way better. Way better. With Nolan I. Yeah. And it's hard to sort of sell it to a person who's just <laughs> who's so looking hard. for plot. <laughs> it's so <laughs> It's not a lot of plot. It's just really funny. Yeah. It's just gags. Yeah. And go into it thinking it's a drama. Yeah, don't go into it thinking it's a comedy. Yeah. And that's the way to look at it. Gee, that's a recommendation. <laughs> Great movie characters, Mr. Marzon. Who do you like? I've got a couple. I've got Frank Vincent, who's just terrific in everything. He's in all those Martin Scorsese movies. Yeah, and he's, he's a, a silver silverhead. Head. Isn't he the bloke who's kicked to death on the floor of the bar? Billy Bats in, in, the, in Goodfellas. Goodfellas, okay. <laughs> ah, yes. But in Casino, he's got one of the best lines where uh, Joe Pesci and him are muscling some guy who's borrowed money. Yes. Yeah. And he goes, no, I thought you were laying. And he goes, you thought I was laying? How about I stick your head through this window, Blah, blah, blah. And as he's walking off, Frank Vincent says, smarten up. <laughs> and it's like two words, but it's the best. And so anything that Frank Vincent does, and also uh, Richard Jenkins, who's a great actor, and yeah. he's, he's in lots of things as well, but he's in this movie called Flirting with Disaster. Ah, he plays, yes, uh, with a Ben cop. Stiller. Yeah, yeah. and uh, his, his meal is laced with LSD, <laughs> and he puts his head down on the table during the meal because he doesn't know he's been, you know, his, his, his meal yeah. has been spiked. And he says, is this a musical table? <laughs> <laughs> flirting with disaster. Oh, Not great. actors. We don't okay. need actors' names. Nah. You don't need to be that nerdy. Just nah. great characters from films that you like. Please oh. call us with a one triple three five three. Times like these. That's Foo Fighters. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. It's Oscars Day, okay, so we're quick, asking quick, quick. great characters from movies. Who's got one here? Hi, Peter. How are you? How are you? Hi, mate. Talk us through it. Mate, I just can't go past uh, Jess Spicoli. Mm. Oh, yes. Sean Penn in Fast Times at Richmond High. The guy they're always trying to get to put a shirt on. <laughs> I think that role fast-tracked him to his phone. It's, um, and it's so odd that he was so funny in that film and really he's never been funny since, has he? Oh, no, it was just pure talent. Seems to have lost his <laughs> sense of humour. Have you and seen uh, We're, no, We're No Angels? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, Peter, funny that Judge Reinhold didn't kick on. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that he had the sense of humour of uh, Mr Spicoli. No, he, he had his hands full. But, uh, <laughs> you know, what's your favourite Spicoli scene? Um, definitely the falling out the back of the van. Yeah. <laughs> Ordering the pizza in the classroom. Yeah, great entrance. Yeah, it really is the granddaddy of your Wayne's world and Absolutely your Bill and right. Peter, spot on. Thank you, sir. We're going to another Peter. How are you? Hello, fellas. How are you? Really good. Talk us through it. Um, there's a great movie I've, I've seen that I don't, not many people have seen called Midnight Run. Oh, oh one Weaver. of the greatest films yeah. of all time, is, in my opinion. So is. And De Dennis Farina in that is oh. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. 
every sentence he starts with, he goes like, um, let me tell you something, and he just gives these guys, it's fantastic. Yeah, and he's, he's a pretty sort of evil character, and yet he somehow is funny with it. He's hilarious. I love the scene where the two henchmen are talking to him on the phone, yeah. and one of them's karate kicking the other one in the middle of the street. <laughs> While he's in the phone box. While he's being told off and being threatened to have a pen stuck through his head. I like every insult when those guys kept ringing up. He kept saying to them, I'm going to stab you in the heart with a pencil and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> Peter, the two henchmen, when he one, one of them's trying on a cowboy hat, yeah. and he goes, check it out. Up along Cassidy. Check out the camera, take a picture. <laughs> No, that is spun gold, that movie. I can watch that every night. Uh, Peter, <laughs> spot on, sir. Thank you. Hello, Will. Hi. Uh, talk us through it. Uh, Max Fisher and yeah. Rushmore. Yeah, oh, yes. word up. And yeah. that, oh, that, I mean, there's so much good stuff in there, but the, I love it when he's got his, he's got his friend, his best mate, who's in the kind of the fourth. Max, Max is in sort of like the 10th grade, I think. Mm, yeah. and, his, and his best friend is in kind of the 6th grade. And he always introduces him as if they should know him. What's your favourite scene? Uh, the uh, Serpico play. Oh, nice. Serpico, Serpico on. play is a cool guy. What's the other one he does? He does Heaven and Earth as a play. <laughs> and then he, yeah, no, at the end he does an Apocalypse Now type yeah. play. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, when he's out the back of the Serpico play and he, uh, he tells someone not to mess with the lines and they say, it doesn't matter, and he goes, don't F with my play. Yeah. <laughs> King hits the guy. That's right, he does. That's right. Jason Schwartzman in Rushmore. Yeah. Who have we got next? Hi, Kate, how are oh, you? Kate, we can't get to Oh, never oh. mind. Hello, Nathan, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Good, thank you. Oh, really good. Talk us through it. Uh, my character is uh, Tony Perkis from Heavyweights. Now, I've never seen Heavyweights. This is Ben Stiller at a sort of fat kids camp. Yes, it's one of his early uh, early lead roles. And um, I think, um, from what I can tell, uh, the character from Dodgeball that he plays is based on Tony ah. Perkis. Right. And what's your favourite bit? Oh, well, he's, he's jogging through the, through the forest and he sees this log in the road and he just picks it up and goes, come here, you devil log, and he just throws it off the road and just keeps... <laughs> running and I think also perhaps his character in uh, in the uh, in Happy Gilmore, which is the he's the he's the orderly at the, the at the nursing hospital, home. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think quite might, similar to that. Quite too. similar. Yeah. See, if we could get all of these scenes and cut them together, God, this would be just as good as any fancy montage yeah. you're going to see on the Oscars you know, tonight. You know it. Finally, Paul, how are you, sir? Pretty good. How's yourself? Really good, mate. What uh, talk us through it? Uh, Jack Burton, as played by Kurt Russell in Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. Oh, yes. Now, what's your favourite bit there? Uh, well, there's so many scenes, but one of my favourite bits is when he uh, disguises himself as uh, Henry Swanson and goes to the Chinese brothel. That's right. <laughs> now, the story is he can only read Chinese, isn't it? Not speak it or understand it. <laughs> That took some explaining. The first 15 minutes is just him trying to tell people that that's how he, you know, that he can do that. <laughs> is that your favourite of the uh, Carpenter-Russell collaborations? Do you rate it ahead of the thing and uh, uh, Escape from New York? Well, again, you know, yeah. I'm a huge Carpenter fan. Uh, the thing's top and They Live is one of the best yeah. and Big Trouble in China. That's one of my favourites for sure. There you yeah, go. I'm thinking, you know, he needs to get back on track. Uh, they Live sequel, do you think Rowdy, Rowdy Roddy Piper would be up to it? They still live? It, hey, anything's possible. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, bold dreams from our film-loving uh, <laughs> listeners. Hey, thank you, everyone that called in. Sorry all the people we couldn't get to. Tone, we had so many callers. We have found our level obscure film characters. And we have never run this late. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. The news is coming up in the next hour. Get this. I get older. They stay the same age. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Brought to you by Richard's cousin Stafford. Hope the gout's under control, buddy. Do 
what I want because I can If I don't because I want to It's the second hour of Get This Be ignored by the stiff and the board Because I'm gonna And look who's here, it's Michael Ward Woody Hello, hello, thank you. One of the writers of Stupid, Stupid Man, and of course uh, does a bit of DVD reviewing. Mm. We're here to talk Oscars today, Michael. We're just talking uh, great movie characters with our listeners. Have you got one? I love the guy in uh, Planes, Trains, Automobiles. I don't know his name, but he's that yokel, and uh, it's when they're going to take a ride in the back of the pickup, and he goes, uh, this is my wife. First baby came out sideways. She didn't <laughs> scream or nothing. <laughs> well, why no Oscar nomination for that yeah. guy? Why no Oscar nomination for Sean Penn as Jeff Spicoli? Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Okay, that's the important Should I issue. be doing something? This is, that, was that, was that, is that gap for me to try and say that what I'm doing? <laughs> I'm just enjoying the music. Oh, Can you okay. crank it up a bit? Why can't we have the whole of this song? This is uh, The Hives, by the way, is interpreted by uh, Richard Cheese. Mm -hmm. It's all very uh, Oscar fancy today. We'll be classing it up with some movie talk, actual movie talk. The uh, the winners of the Razzies announced. Oh, we're getting to them. And also movies that you like that nobody else does. You want to join us for that, Wardy? I'd love to. Let's do that. Call me. That's Blondie. It's the second hour of Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. It's our movies edition because of... Some big ass awards that are going on on the other side of the and world today. Uh, Please, well, oh, what? What's we're that? We're also yeah. in the loony bin. Oh, okay. Let's <laughs> try to make ourselves more popular <laughs> somehow. Michael Ward's here. Give him a fake round of applause. Thank you. I, I, Tony, I do have an Oscar bombshell to oh, give you straight off the let's top. Let's hear it. Uh, there's been a late change to the Oscar nominations after the whole uh, Mile High thing last week. Yeah, Ray Fiennes, he's been nominated for Best Original Score. Oh, ah, yes, he's round. There's got to be a boy oh, in the computer so for that man. A proper joke on oh, our show. Thank, thank you, Michael. Possibly thank you, wondering who it's you great. are, Michael, if they've not heard our show before. I you. think everybody's wondering who I am. Done a fair bit of comedy writing over the years. Yep. Stupid, Stupid Man, that was one of yours. Is Good there a show. new series? What's happening with Matt Newton? Any bombshells? There is a second series of Stupid, Stupid Man pending uh, Matt's... Um, uh, a date in court and it's it's really bugging me up. I've had to ditch the whole eye gouging script that I was hey. reading. <laughs> Two in a row. But you can see Michael here in the paper today. There's yeah, oh ads yeah. in most uh, states. See, see that large Asian girl in the foreground? This is the Jetstar ad in Melbourne. You'll find it on page 23 of the Herald Sun. That Asian girl is me. Really? <laughs> no, it's not. You're in the background, <laughs> looking pretty unhappy with a magazine you're reading. Well, it's um, it's this is the trouble. That's why I get so few ads, Tony, because I've got a natural tendency to frown. These eyebrows uh, just force down the yeah, brow, and uh, I really have to hoik them up. And I didn't, uh, I didn't really achieve it there. So it looks like I'm, I'm really not enjoying what I'm listening to at all. You yeah. need some Hollywood tape for the eyebrows. I do, I do. Keep <laughs> them up, tape. And I think in the TV version of the Jetstar ad, there's like a half second shot of you. There is. Uh, I'll give you a little uh, insight into that ad. Um, look, uh, that plane isn't flying, and what? I'm not really interested in the book I'm reading. Yeah. What? What's That's the magic of television for you. Do they give you any direction? What do they say? He just said, read that book and enjoy oh, yeah. it, son. Yeah. And, I, and I did, in that ad, I did hoik my eyebrows, eyebrows up high, yeah. so it yeah. didn't look like I was frowning. What I love is, we've, you know, it's our Oscar show, and the biggest star we can find, it's the man who's in one <laughs> shot in the jet star <laughs> Back of the jet star ad. <laughs> Hey, you guys watching last night? My sister uh, was on the old uh, Australia's Got oh, Talent. Oh yes, one of them uh, Godiva string quartet types. Wow, it was uh, there was nothing 
I can play on the show. I was hoping for some kind of, uh, mm. you know, a scathing attack from Danny Minogue or Red, but they were quite nice. I think she's gone on to whatever the next level Fantastic. is. Fantastic. So despite all our attempts to sabotage her on this program, <laughs> they're through. Good job. Who are they up against? Uh, oh. Old lady contortionist or uh, <laughs> dancing poodle? Sword swallower. Sword swallower, what about yeah. that balloon guy? Did you see him in the first episode who disappeared inside a giant balloon and then came out again? <laughs> I think he got through. The bar is high. <laughs> wow. Did he just float off stage? That's the he, he that did. is amazing. He did. He popped his balloon at the end. And oh. the, the sword swallowing. Is that for real? If somebody sticks a sword mm-hmm. down true. their throat, I mean, is that really happening or is it folding yeah. up into the handle? No, they can do that. How can they do that with not just slicing themselves all up inside? Wow. Surely. Surely if you stuck a sword down your throat, that would hurt. Call in. <laughs> I mean, how's that done? I mean, honestly, how is that done? It's all in. It's all in the muscles. No, I'm trying yeah, to think. It's, it's I think a relaxing thing. It's like you know, relaxing the. Is it the esophagus that it goes yeah, down? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's you know, handed down from father to son over generation to generation. So how far do you reckon you could get a sword? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it's probably more of an after dark late date show. No. But if we got one in here, Richard, would you? I mean, by the end of the show, would you have a crack at it? If we could find a sword, scimitar, or saber out in the uh, prize cupboard, what's, what's the insurance plan with this show? Well, we haven't got that far. Yeah. Making it up as we go along. Jeez, sending me down in the river on a lot of tasks. That'd be bad for your acid reflux if you've got a bit oh, of that. How much Gaviscon would you need after swallowing a sword? <laughs> Okay, so that really goes on sword swallowing. Yeah. It's not done with mirrors. No, no, no. That bloke re- used to swallow light bulbs. Remember that? Oh, the regurgitator. No, he could swallow a whole... That guy swallowed a train, didn't he? <laughs> bit by bit. <laughs> and then brings it up in a different order. Yeah. A whole train. I'm sure... That I'm, a train. He I swallows sh- a train. No, I'm sure I saw him eat a locomotive. <laughs> Over what period? Uh, like a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's good TV. It's a good... Sh- yeah. Okay. See, welcome, welcome to our movie show, Mike. <laughs> welcome to our movie show. Hey, you mentioned uh, Ray Fiennes. Did you see last night the interview with the hostie? On oh, 60 oh no, I missed it. I didn't even know it was on. Yeah. How'd she come across? Well, <laughs> Where's no underpants, apparently? <laughs> she did come across, apparently. <laughs> and pregnant, she reckons. She might be pregnant. This only happened about a week ago. Now, you've got children. Yes. It takes a few months, yeah, doesn't it, for pregnancy to become a You can't work it out that fast. Yeah. You can't work it out. It takes months. Yeah, so oh, eight weeks. I might be pregnant, really, oh. as, as much as that. Telltale baby bump <laughs> underneath the satin shirts. <laughs> okay. I can't believe that was a 60-minute story. I Why? Can believe Why that can't as a, you believe that? Well, the 60 minutes used to have like three stories an hour. Shot on film. And be big-ass stories yeah. about important stuff going mm. on around the world. Not somebody has sex in a toilet on a plane. How is that news? <laughs> be news if I did. I'd be telling everyone. <laughs> Ed, you'd know this. Um, yeah. Does the actual height of a plane heighten um, sexual uh, intensity? You're in the ad, son. <laughs> You're in the jet star ad. Yeah, that, that ad hasn't run yet. You've got to wait. That comes in in March. <laughs> well, well, there's a lot of questions to be uh, Swallowing light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. Swords. Does it heighten sexual intensity? The Mile High Club. We'll get to them all. I'll get this. That's Silverchair Straight Lights here at Get This on Triple M. People have been calling in, guys. Michael Ward is here, by the way. Hello. Stevie Starr was the regurgitator, the man who used to swallow. That's the, no, that's not the guy I'm talking about. And, yeah, the guy who brought up a whole train. Ate a train. It's a long night in the theatre. <laughs> it's worth it, though. <laughs> okay. Another call we've had is, uh, well, Sam has uh, called in to say that Steve Gutenberg's character in uh, Don't Tell Her It's Me, the New Zealand guy, mm. was his name was Lobo Marunga. Believable. The most convincing New Zealand accent in the history of cinema. Let's hear a bit more of it. I could have rang for our bloody cab from any one of those booths we passed. Would you like a drink? Have you any whiskey? Frangelico Kahlua? Haven't you got anything with a bit of hair on it? 
A bit of bite to it. I've got some gin. A large glass, if you will. <laughs> Anything new uh, from the goot coming across uh, your desk, Michael? <laughs> no, I haven't seen the goot in years. Is he still alive? He's still doing he is. Now, he you're is. from New Zealand. Yeah. A lot of kids called Lobo? <laughs> no one ever has been called Lobo. <laughs> no, there was a there was a singer called Lobo. There was yeah. a band. Was yeah. there a band or a singer? TV show. I'd love you to love Sheriff me. Lobo. Sheriff Lobo. Yeah. yeah. Was, there was a band, though. Yeah, yeah Lobo. What, what was, was the song, though? I'd love you to love me. That's it. Hey. You're going to need to know oh, that. Come on, man. Bro. We're trying to, Michael, we're trying to get this guy in shape for a bout, a rock <laughs> trivia bout with Alan Bro. Well, I think I don't think Lobo is going to come up. We need Burgess <laughs> Meredith from the Rocky movies to come in with a towel around his neck and give you a sort of pep talk. Look forward to that. You versus the Bromeister. Yeah. yeah. Well, he gets the Low questions bro. and answers at the same time, so you'd, you'd, have, you'd really struggle there, I think. Uh, yeah. Is that what happened? Uh, is that a bombshell? I said, I said nothing. What? what? <laughs> All right, we won't go back there. Hey, but you've been on the telly, Michael Ward. Are you back on Joker Poker? No, Joker Poker. I missed the second series. It was on the first series, but um, my last uh, stint was on Temptation. Anything oh, to win money in some way. Isn't one of the scaredies? I think Rusty might be on Temptation yeah, tonight. He is. he is indeed, yeah. Wow, so there's no comedy shows being made, no. but if... Comedians can get onto a game show. There we go. Do some gear before they get dragged out. <laughs> now, what happened? My wife said that you were ganged up on by the other contestants, or what happened? Is I was on two nights and I, I won the first night. I absolutely fell over the line and won by right. a point after the the guy I was leading self destructed. Mm. And then I was on the second night and uh, the other two contestants were weren't that good. And I was just buying everything inside. I, I bought yeah. cricket tickets and um, an LCD oh. TV, which was oh. great. And oh. I went the cash vault and won like five grand there. Uh, and buying so much, I was behind by like four points at the end of the um, most of the show. In the last yeah. segment, I was behind. And uh, the first question comes out, what does POW stand for? And uh, I go, uh, I buzz in, prisoner of war. But I stumbled on war and it came out prisoner of war, right? Now, they buzzed me and said I was wrong. I said, they said I said prisoner of the war. Oh. And uh, and I immediately stopped tape and I said, no, no, I said prisoner of war. Who, wh- who's ever said prisoner of the war? <laughs> so so the woman next to me who's who's miles behind, she says, yeah, he said prisoner of war. I heard him. The other guy who's leading by like five says, um, no, he said prisoner of the war. Oh. And I turned to him and I said, mate, I'm not a liar. I, you know, I said prisoner of war. I just stumbled. And um, so they show him the tape and that's inconclusive. They take him upstairs to audio play that for him and he, and he doesn't he doesn't does he, he still agree? well because everybody has to be to, to move forward everybody has to be happy yeah, that's right, what the producer right, said right. so after about half an hour they say well look the only thing we can do to move forward is scratch the question mm. and um i sort of said okay yeah sure whatever just to move forward and then uh i ended up losing by less than a question oh. so, gone. you know what that is that's a load of the bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you and said war, 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 and he's listening to it and he's going, "That's the 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 war." Yeah, the war. Prisoner <sighs> of the war. Name so, him. So it's name it's, him. Name him, Shane. Name him. Go on. <laughs> I know. I can't remember his last name. But his first name was Sean. Yeah. That, and yeah. How much can, does that bloke owe you now? Can I can I say dickhead on Triple M? Uh, uh, yeah, no, dickhead Monday. I think it is. Dickhead Monday. Yeah, I think it's all right. Dickhead Monday. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, wow. So that, now that never made it to air, of course. That was all cut out, and um, all you can tell is my uh, my massive scowl at the end when I lost. <laughs> oh, the by brows. The brow the Hollywood came down. tape is broken yeah. on the brows. <laughs> gone, gone. The frown covering the, the eyes. The frown came down, and I was out of town. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, we want to talk about this. Will cheer you up, Wardy. This will okay. get you back on our, uh, you know, on, we'll turn the frown upside down as we <laughs> so often do on this program because it is the Looney Ben. Oh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> got him. Nah, well, we're not, not right. the Looney Ben anymore. What oh, happened, Rich? Yeah, are. we are the Looney Ben. What touching move one? Uh, we want to talk about movies that mm. only you like, that other mm. people can't stand, that you feel like you're the only person in the world that likes this movie. Great. Tommy Boy, that's the one for me. Good movie. Let's do that next on Get This. Get This. This could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? Brought to you by Paul Bell Inskip. What the hell kind of name is that? Triple M. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Oh, must be our movie show. Michael Ward, writer Michael Ward is with us. Uh, the Oscars, do you take much of an interest? I love the Oscars tone, but um, it's a real trick to uh, avoid the news throughout the day. You know, yes. you're trying to dodge TV and radio and, uh, you know, it's the worst when you're coming home by train and everybody's got MX up with the, uh, you know, Russell Crowe's yeah. one for Gladiator <laughs> and you can't look anywhere. <laughs> no, you can't. And uh, occasionally, I remember a couple of years ago, Channel 9's news break during the Oscars themselves gave away <laughs> yeah. this picture winner. You, you can't take job. a risk. You cannot take a risk. you got to tune in at, right at 8.30. We want to talk about movies that uh, you like that no one else does. Do you have one of those, Michael? Well, uh, do you remember a film called Outland? Yes. With, with uh, Sean, Sean Connery. 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 Kind yeah. of high noon. High noon. High noon in space, and he's it's on a set on a moon of Jupiter, EO, and uh, yes. people's heads are blowing up and exploding, and uh, people are taking drugs. And I, I love that movie, but um, I don't think anybody else does. I think that's a Peter Hyams film. It is, yeah. And he, isn't he one of those guys who's also the director of photography on his own? Oh, films? really? The director and the couple camera. of hats. Wearing a couple of hats. Yeah. Couple of hats. Have you got one of those, Sid? Yeah, I'm all about my dinner with Andre. <laughs> Two blokes in a restaurant for an hour and a half. Talking. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Will there be a remake, do you think? Do you think they can get some Brookheimer explosions into that? <laughs> That'd be good. My dinner with Andre 3000 from Outcast. <laughs> Maybe the restaurant gets held hostage now by Venezuelan drug dealers. No, no, these, Alan Rickman comes there in. There we go. But these days it has to have like multiple stories all interwoven, oh, all yeah. loosely based around terrorism or the loss of identity, oh, okay. and lots of boring, like boring Hollywood stars looking earnestly down the barrel of the camera. Okay. Arla. Who have we got on the line there? Hello, Steve. How are you? Uh, no, we've got a Ryan. Oh, hi, Ryan. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, hey guys. How are we? Good. Thank you. Talk us through it. Yeah. Uh, clue. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, it should really have been called Cluedo, because here the board game is Cluedo, but in America it's Clue. So the movie was just like, it was just Cluedo as a film, was it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Tim Curry's in that, isn't he? Yeah, he plays the butler. And and I won't give it away, but he does it. And it's... (laughs) (laughs) No, don't give it away. Good job. But hang on. Does he, though? Because in cinemas in America, there were three different endings. Depending yeah, on which cinema you went to, but here oh. they couldn't be bothered doing that, so they just joined the three endings uh, up what? and put all three on in one cinema. On. Is that is that how it looks on video? Yeah, that's how exactly how it looks. Uh, Ryan, thank you. That is, who else is in that? Ryan, anyone else you can remember? Uh, no, I've seen them in other things, but nothing of note. Madeline Kahn. Yeah. Madeline Kahn. Available on DVD. Because then you can have the alternate ending, endings. Yeah. 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 Is hey, it, Ryan, have you, did you see it on video or DVD? No, video. Video back in the good old yeah, days. Good I, man. I think it'll be quite a wait for Clue to be transferred. Yeah. They've got to get through No <laughs> Retreat, No Resent, Surrender 2 first. <laughs> yeah. You know? Great This film. is the Tony Danza back catalogue. <laughs> we have so many people with movies that only they like on the line. We've got to play some music and we'll be back to meet them all next on Get This. Oh, thank you. 
Lenny Kravitz. Let's get this on Triple M around the nation. Michael Ward is with us. Writer Michael Ward, film reviewer. We're talking movies because it's the Oscars. People calling in, guys, to say that Steve Gutenberg was on Veronica Mars last week as the mayor. He's done it. <laughs> He's back. He's back. He's uh, the mayor of Marsland. What about movies that only you like? Who's got one here? Hey, Steve. G'day, guys. Oh, hi. Uh, talk us through it. Um, Hard Sucker Proxy. Oh, yeah. Coen Brothers Coen movie. Brothers. Probably one of the least popular. It's absolutely legend movie. Yeah, yeah. it's an amazing looking film. Oh, especially when he jumps out of the window. Yeah. Mm. That was, I think, uh, set the standard for falling from a great height scene when it came out. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Tim Robbins in that one. And Paul Newman. Yes. Paul okay. Newman's in that one. Yeah. He's isn't, the one that jumps out the window. Isn't there an amazing sequence about how, sort of explaining over a series of shots how the hula hoop caught on as a craze? Oh, the, yeah, that's great. Yeah, the whammo hula hoop. Steve, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, it was great. <laughs> the hula hoop was um, a yep. feat of engineering. Steve, right. Steve, where do you stand on Lebowski? Because um, I hate yeah, that film. No, I'm not a big Lebowski fan. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't like. Very some, overrated. I, I, I it was very much overrated. Geez, I love it, and, yeah. and Marzen loves it. Yeah, I can't get enough. Really throwing down there. And yet, I have loaned it to people who have never spoken to me. Really, it really <laughs> divides people. Gary McCaffrey, comedy writer, didn't like it. He never. He just <laughs> won't take any of my recommendations seriously again. When you lose someone, that's, <laughs> that you do. That once they're that gone, really hurts. Once you give them Joe's apartment, yeah, they never come I back. Wouldn't do that, but I wouldn't. Have thought the Lebowski would be a, you know, a deal breaker. Mm. Hello, Dave. Hey, how you going? Really good, sir. Which one? Uh, top Secret. Oh, oh yeah. What you are you, tell us about Top Secret for those who haven't. Oh, it's a bit of a Mel Brooks-style spaceball flying high type comedy where it's just sight gag after sight gag. It's yeah. an, I, I love it. It's, yeah. Everything's so stupid, it's that funny. It kills. But and my it's... wife hates it. <laughs> oh, really? really? She hates it, yeah. She doesn't get it. Oh, she... She understands why it's funny, but like we all sit around and watch it, and we'll look at her waiting for her to laugh. Nothing. Well, it was the guys who did Flying High or Airplane, yep. and see, everyone could follow Airplane because it was kind of, you know, it had a logical plot. Yes. But Top Secret, is it set in the present? Is it set during World War Two? Is yeah. it an Elvis movie? Is yeah. it a war movie? It, is it a There's spy no real... Movie? I don't think it's... I think it's just an excuse for sidekicks. And what about the underwater barroom oh, brawl? I mean, you, your wife doesn't even laugh at that? Uh, she laughs on the inside, I think, Tone. Oh, on the inside. Well, that's, that's a start. <laughs> Val Kilmer. Inside, doesn't cricket. she like Val Kilmer? That was his first film, I think. Uh, no, not really. Skeet surfing doesn't appeal to her? <laughs> no, not really. If you don't get out of here, my life will be worth less than a truckload of dead rats and a tampon factory. That line doesn't make her laugh. <laughs> uh, classic stuff. Souvenirs, novelties, party tricks. Party tricks. <laughs> doesn't get into that bit? No. The giant uh, pigeon taking a crap on the statue? <laughs> that doesn't get a laugh out of her? The railway station that drives away while the train stays have still. You, have you seen that film, Tony? I've seen maybe once. <laughs> it's a great... Uh, I think the all-time classic scene, Tony, is you know, when they're crawling on their stomach, crawling on their stomach, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, then they crawl up to a pair of boots, mm. <laughs> and it's right. like, oh, my God, German, German general, they're busted, and it pans up. And it's just a pair of boots. Just a pair of boots. <laughs> and the wife has left the room by this time, filing well, we, divorce we, we, papers. We look at her, laughing on the inside, crickets on the outside. That is tough. Well, okay, good luck to you, Dave. Hello there, Carly. Hi. Uh, I'm sure you enjoyed that last call. <laughs> what have you got for us? Um, it's, it's a really dodgy horror movie called Trick or Treat. Oh. oh. Do you know that one, Michael? No. Who's in that? Uh, Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, wow. Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. And are yep. they are they acting? Uh, yes, Ozzy Osbourne plays a priest. 
Yeah. Um, it's very odd. If, and they were, if they were showing a clip at the Oscars, what would be the clip they show? Uh, probably Ozzy Osbourne um, in his priest costume saying how horrible uh, heavy metal music is and how it's bad for everyone. Ah. <laughs> okay. right. Was, does he look like he's reading off cards? Um, yeah, sort of, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gene Simmons isn't a bad actor. He's very good in Runaway as a baddie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how he's in this one though. He, also... he um he plays a radio announcer actually. All oh, right, does does his show run to time? <laughs> um, no, that's always really late. <laughs> and he owns the rights to what? The phrase OJ. OJ, that's if, right. If you, I just have to send a check for a dollar fifty right now <laughs> yeah. to Gene Simmons. Hey, uh, hi Virginia. Hello, how are you? Good, talk us through it. Well, uh, a very obscure film called Killing Dead with Julie Walters and Richard E. Grant. Oh, with Whistnall himself. With yep. What happens in that one? Uh, Richard E. Grant discovers he's got a father who ran away, so he takes off to find him and kill him. Wow. <laughs> and it's a comedy. Yeah, it is a comedy. <laughs> Sounds hilarious. Uh, <laughs> now, when you say this is one that only you like, have you tried it out on other people and struck out? Yeah, they sort of um, just look at me quietly and then leave the room. Just <laughs> <laughs> leave you to it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Virginia. Finally, I've got to go to Andrea. How are you? Andrea? Oh, Andrea, are you there? Andrea. Oh, oh I'm so upset. Well, yeah, she uh, had Far and Away. Yeah, well, but you, you are serious that somebody called in with Far and Away? I love that movie. Oh. The staking claims and that great bit where she, uh, where, where Cruz turns around and he doesn't have any any clothes on. And apparently on set, this is when they were you know, going out or married or whatever it was, uh, in contract. And they, uh, and one day Cruz spun around and he wasn't wearing like the vanity pouch and there was just his gear for everyone to see on set. Okay, apparently it brought the house down. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, good to know. Have yeah. we lost everybody? Hi, Alex. How oh, are you? Yeah, hey, how you going? Good, mate. What's up? Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's a movie called Death to Smoochie. Oh, <laughs> I've seen Death to Smoochie. It's not for everybody, is it? No, it's a very uh, dark humor film about uh, sort of child entertainers, the Barneys and Wiggles of the world, but the sort of a uh, black comedy behind it. It's got uh, John Stewart from The yeah. Daily Show making a rare cameo. Is that right? Yeah. And Smo- who is Smoochie, a popular sort of children's character? Yeah, he's sort of a Barney parody. It's uh, with Edward Norton, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, and why does he need to be killed? Because uh, he takes Robin Williams' position, and he was Rando, uh, Rainbow Franklin Rudolph. Yeah, that's, it's a pretty realistic wow. look at behind the scenes on TV. Oh, really? <laughs> Hey, Wardy, you're looking confused. Death to uh, Smoochie. Uh, no, you know I, I, I know it, but is that a Danny DeVito film? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He directed it. Yeah, that's right. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know of it. No, yeah. it's not a crowd pleaser, but there's always one person who likes it. Do we have time for Andrea? Let's meet yeah. Andrea. Yeah, hi, Andrea. Hi. Yeah. How are you going? Oh, great to have you with us. We, you, you know what I love? Uh, far and Away. Oh, the best. Yes. yes. What do you like about it? I love it's romantic, and I especially love the scene at the end where Tom Cruise dies and then comes back to life. Yes, <laughs> that's the, right. The camera pans back as if his spirit's rising up, and then bang, that's he's back right. to life again. Yes, right. and they're doing this big new one with Nicole in it here called Australia, mm. Baz Luhrmann's film. It looks like a very poor imitation of Far and Away. I've heard that. I've heard that. I'd probably like that one too then. All right. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you to everyone. We have more callers. Do you want to put some more through next? Uh, uh, yeah. Let's do that next. I'll get this. And that's Avril Levine. Keep holding on here at Get This. Michael Ward is here on Triple M, and there's no topic that we do on the show that attracts more no, callers nothing. than what's a movie that only you like. Still more people calling. Who's going first, Ed? Hello, Damien. 
How are we going? Really good. Talk us through it. Uh, uh, my, my movie that I like is uh, Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. <laughs> Explain what that is. All right. Um, it's from the guy that did uh, Evil Dead. I'm sorry, but his name escapes me Bruce at the moment. Campbell. Bruce Campbell. It's not Bruce the director, Campbell, the star right. of it. And he plays Elvis, is that right? Yes, that's correct. Except um, what happened was he uh, swapped places with an Elvis impersonator, and the Elvis impersonator is the one that fights it in real life. Yes. So the real Elvis has gone to a nursing home. And where he's living with? Uh, JFK. JFK. JFK played by Ozzy Davis, an elderly <laughs> black man. <laughs> and the two of them team up to, what do they do? Uh, they go off and uh, fight a mummy. <laughs> there you go, that's a movie, it's there's a, a pitch. It's the greatest movie. It's one of the best Elvises I've ever seen on the screen. Yeah, really? Bruce Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And it's from, you know who directed it? It's the bloke who did that film. Phantasm. Phantasm, or The Never Dead, I think yeah. it was called oh, here, yeah. with that silver ball with yeah. the knives in it that sticks ah, in it. Yeah. Canadian, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Don Coscarelli. <laughs> Bang! There's a name you don't hear very often on Triple M. Hi, Andrew, how are you? G'day. G'day, tell us which, which movie? Oh, oh, Tom Hanks, and is it three Meg Ryans? I don't, I, yeah, three Meg, I don't like Tom Hanks, and I don't like Meg Ryan, but what a good movie. Wow, really now, good for, stuff. For people who haven't seen Joe versus the Volcano, what happens? Oh, it's, well, um, Joe is a, is a guy working for the, the factory that makes the world's, produces the world, most of the world's anal probes, I think it is, <laughs> and they, fake, they, they force him into fate, or they don't, or Lloyd Bridges forces him into being, thinking he's ill and then uh, gets him to dive into Volcano to appease the na- native islanders who, uh, whose island he wants to mine to, to get materials to make semiconductors. That's basically it. It's and, pretty simple um, stuff. <laughs> it was funny years later watching, uh, what was that show where he's on the, on the sh- the, in the water? Um, Shipwrecked or whatever. Castaway, yeah. Castaway, yeah. You watch Castaway and all I could think about was Tom Hanks floating on his fancy luggage in Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> and, um, Joe versus the Volcano, it's good because they, they make no attempt to make the ocean scenes look real. That's it looks true. like it's in the studio with cellophane. Yeah, <laughs> you can see a diving board in the background. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Andrew. Hello, Fleur. Hello, guys. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good. Which one? Well, can I just say, the only other person that I know that likes this movie apart from me is Drew Barrymore. Oh, the yeah. movie is Grease 2. Oh, oh Grease yeah. 2. Now, for people who Michelle haven't seen Pfeiffer. it, who are the leads? Um, I believe it could have been Michelle Pfeiffer's yeah. yes. first movie, I think. It was either that or Scarface. I'm pretty sure it was this. And Maxwell Caulfield. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a made-up British name, doesn't what it? What has yeah. uh, Maxwell Caulfield gone on to do? Well, he went on... Actually, there was a movie on Foxtel at the moment called Boy next door and I think he's in that with oh. um, Charlie Sheen and that's the only other time I've ever seen him. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, say Charlie Schlatter. No. <laughs> so maybe Charlie Schlatter from There's The Delinquents. That's another great movie. And Maxwell Caulfield. <laughs> wow. It's Grease 2 and it was made by the same yes. bloke man called Ken Finkelman and the one year he did Grease 2 and Flying High 2. Ooh. Ruined two series yeah, of films on in one year. And then he was never heard from for like 20 years. And then he burst out of the shed with that rip-off of Frontline from Canada called The Newsroom. Yes, Remember that? That yes. was him as well. He's got to be working on this. He's a bad this. man. Surely, maybe failure to launch two. Oh, maybe he's working on that. I'm ready for <laughs> that. The shed. Who else have we got? Hi, Di. How are you? Hello, good. Which one? Laura Branigan in Backstage. Oh, an Australian movie. Backstage. Australian movie. Can I just... I've got the video here, and what it says is Laura Branigan brings the sensuality and fire to her performance that has made her one of the most charismatic and successful stars of today. And would you agree with that assessment? She's dead. (laughs) 
Yeah, she died last year. Yes, wow. She did. I think this was shot before then, though. I think it was shot before then. It's got it's got Noel Ferrier, Rowena Wallace, and she comes over to do a play in Melbourne, and it's truly atrocious. And do you know who else is in that film? Uh, Kim Gingell. Mick Malloy. Mick Malloy. He's an extra in one of the concert sequences. <laughs> That's his first film appearance, and he claims you can spot him if you freeze frame. He's in there somewhere. Good well, I've got the video that I got for a, a, a one cent, I think, from somewhere. What? From what a <laughs> Worth every penny. One cent. <laughs> Thank you, Di. Okay. We don't have a time for anyone more, but please, let's squeeze one in. Hi, please. David. How are you? Hey guys, there you go. Good, thanks. You've got two. Just tell tell us the first one, brother. I got, yeah, I got two obscure ones. One's one's called was called uh, Saturday the Fourteenth. Nope. Yeah, Saturday, a sort of parody of Friday the Thirteenth with yeah, Richard Benjamin. The comedy. Yeah, it was a funny one. I, I was only like uh, fourteen when I seen it, so it was a long, long, long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure it's still gold though. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. I haven't seen it since, but I'd like to see it again just yeah. to bring back memories. And what's the other title? The other one's Tron. Oh, Tron. Oh. Special oh, effects. Classic. That was one with Kurt Douglas, I think. Or Kurt, Kurt. No, it wasn't Kurt Cobain. It was. Um, what are the <laughs> He's dead as well it as Brennan. Uh, Bruce Boxleitner and David Warner. I think you'll yeah. find. Oh yeah, that was a classic. <laughs> yes. hey, uh, Scarecrow from Scarecrow, Mrs. King. That's what yeah. I needed. Uh, <laughs> every now and then, every couple of years, you'll hear someone go, "We've got to remake Tron," and then they look at it and they go, "We can't top that." No, no. It, no the, the special no effects. You can, you can do any better than that. Ex- no way. Exactly, David. The special effects have never been better than Tron. I don't no, think. No, it's... Whoa! Something's happened to your phone. It's Tron people onto oh, us. Sorry, press the Thank you, David. Thank, Thank you, you, David. I'm afraid we have to go. We've run so over. Wow, that's so late. I blame our listeners. Yeah. I blame our listeners for being such champions of such obscure films. Good on you all. So, hey, if you're in the video store and you see some people fighting over the bargain bin. They are our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oscar night. Our listeners will be down at Blockbuster. <laughs> Try to get hold of a copy of Bubba Hotep. Michael Ward, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Tony, very much. And uh, will you come back and play you. for more? I'll ask you, will you come back and play for more? <laughs> we'll have a crack at it. Thank you very much. Our key phrase today, I don't know, what was it? The Looney Bears. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with Heath Franklin. Oh. And it's all thanks to, as yet, nobody. of a way to fill the yearning void within himself.